I never just want to say, I'm going to help you make money. Well, I'm going to help you gain XYZ and achieve XYZ goals. Because a lot of what I believe in is in order to get all that external stuff, you have to work on your internal growth. You have to develop your mindset and step into this different kind of headspace, the 2.0 version of you that can take you there. If you're ready to boost your confidence and avoid burnout, then stay tuned. Entrepreneur and success coach, Angel Marie, is here to help you do just that and more. This is the Launch Your Business podcast, because we know starting a business is challenging, but it doesn't have to be confusing. Each week, we'll give you the tactical advice and the necessary tools to scale your business without feeling burnt out. I'm Terry Rice, business development consultant and staff writer here at Entrepreneur Magazine. Let's dive in. Hey, if you heard me talk for a while, you know I always say that a negative mindset will take your chance of success way before any external obstacles. And then I just kind of walk away without providing any tactic level detail on how to actually build that mindset. So that's why today we're talking to Angel Marie. She's an entrepreneur, podcaster, content creator, and a success coach. And during today's episode, you're going to learn a few things. The first is how to grow in confidence, even if you're completely new to owning and operating your own business. You'll also learn why focusing on your mental health is actually good for business, even if it means taking a break. And lastly, the value of showing up authentically on social media. Let's dive in. I know I reached out to you on Instagram because I had to have you on the show based on seeing your content, but would you mind introducing yourself to, to everybody else? Yes, absolutely. Hello, everyone. My name is Angel Marie. I am a success coach teaching creative entrepreneurs how to achieve their mental and financial freedom. Um, I'm all about, as Terry had mentioned, creating educational, inspirational content, running a podcast and YouTube channel right alongside that to really move the people. I'm just going to assume you didn't do this like straight out of high school. Uh, so what was your journey like to becoming an, an entrepreneur? I actually studied media entrepreneurship in college at George State University, got my bachelor's degree in that. And that's really where I was um, first awakened to the opportunities that were out there, not just in the online business world, which is where I'm more so in now, but the film industry, the music industry, um, and just the media in general. Um, so I first bounced around from film to music, both on the back end where I was, you know, in the digital marketing space of both and also on the front end where I did acting myself. And I also pursued the career of being a singer and artist myself as well. So a lot of career paths in the entrepreneur world that I've tried multiple different niches, <laughs> but it's been, it's been quite the journey. I've always had this very deep passion for helping people release mental strongholds and really helping them to see their value, helping them to see their purpose and truly believing that every single person has this beautiful gift and talent that was meant to be put out into the world. So I knew that I had a passion for that and wanted to create something out of that just in my way and where I felt like God was calling me to go. And that's where I started diving into full-time jobs that would allow me to, to do that within my voice. And then shortly after that, venturing off under my own brand and business when the time was right. Did you ever question yourself, like, can I actually make a living 
doing this, right? Because you clearly have a, a purpose and, mm -hmm. and these passions where you ever like, look, all my friends are getting jobs as like accountants and like, you know, like whatever marketing managers and stuff where you ever like, is this kind of like, am I, am I too lofty? Like did it ever hit you like that kind of imposter syndrome or just, just, just doubt in general? All the time, all the time. Yeah. I don't, it's funny because I don't think imposter syndrome ever really goes away because once you reach the next level and the next one and the next one, there's always another level that you're thinking about. So there's this imposter syndrome to get from this level to to that next one every single time, every single stage of your life. So I've really had to learn instead of um, trying to 100% get rid of it to really learn how to manage and mitigate it. And that has a lot to do with learning to step deeper into confidence and to really value my own uniqueness and my own path and to understand and be joyful in the fact that my path is not like other people's and is not supposed to be like other people's. Um, very the same with everyone, you know? So yeah, it was, it was very, very hard at first. Um, I have a massive history of insecurities that were deriving from childhood traumas, daddy issues, um, identity issues, things that caused me to feel really insecure in me and my voice and in the possibility of what a business could be. And could I even make money off of this? Can I even truly help people? And I just, I had to keep pushing past that and seeing beyond that and growing in confidence day by day, step by step over time. How though, did you have a mentor? Did you take a course? Like how did you push through these challenges? Because I think a lot of people listening have the same issue, right? Mm -hmm. So if you can give us some more insight on how you were able to navigate this successfully, I think that'll be very beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely had mentors all along the way. Um, I had mentors at my church. I had mentors in the business field. I was not afraid to ask questions, unlimited amounts of questions. I think a lot of times, you know, when you go to events, conferences, or even, you know, in college, your professors, or if you go wherever and you have the opportunity to ask, ask. Even if you are, if you feel like that question is too dumb or you're going to sound whatever, like don't even worry about that and ask anyway, because that's going to help you. And it could lead you to the mental growth that you're looking for. Um, so definitely mentorship, definitely asking questions. And then I pushed past insecurities by just doing it anyway. I had to encouragingly force myself to do it anyway, if if that even makes sense, right? Like I'm not forcing myself in an unhealthy manner, but I have to like, I had to be my own hype woman. And I have to internally be like, Angel, you can do this. Angel, I know you feel insecure about, you know, this Instagram post. I know you feel insecure about going to this event and trying to talk to people about your business, but I, you have to do it anyway. You have to do it no matter how uncomfortable it is. And I just kept telling myself, I cannot grow in comfort. If I want to grow, I have to be okay. I have to accept discomfort if I'm looking to grow as a person and if I'm looking to grow as a businesswoman. Um, same thing goes as what I mentioned earlier, just in finding mentors and not being afraid to ask questions. That will also help you grow into the person you're wanting to become. There are so many ways I want to add into this, uh, but one, one saying comes to mind first decide what you must become and then do what you have to do. Right. Yes. That's, that's really it. It's so binary. And even when I was having my first kid, you know, I asked one of my buddies, I'll be, okay, do you have any parenting advice? He's like, it's actually really simple. You're either going to be a good parent or a crappy parent. And then <laughs> you decide and then just do everything that goes down that path. So I know we're kind of like, you know, trivializing it, but that's, that's really what it is. 
And the last thing I'll say, because like, there was so much going through my mind as you were talking, uh, we recently had Amy Porterfield on, on the podcast, and she was mm-hmm. talking about her new book, Two Weeks Notice. And I was asking her, you know, how can you encourage people to get the confidence to, to quit their jobs and start entrepreneurship? Yeah. And she's like, you can't always be confident because confidence comes from past experiences. So if you've mm-hmm. never had these experiences to say, I deserve to be in this room, you can't rely on confidence. You have to rely on courage. And that's exactly what you just said. You're like, hey, I'm yeah. going to push this button anyways, even though I'm unsure. I've never done this before. So I'm glad to talk to both of you about this because we have to redefine how you move forward. It's not just be confident. It's like, hey, maybe you can't, but right. you can't get stuck because you're not confident either. Exactly. Exactly. And that that is progress over perfection, right? Like you had mentioned, uh, you know, the analogy of pushing that button. You have to be okay with the progression of constantly pushing that button until, you know, the the forcibility of you like being like, oh, should I push it? Should I press it? Should I press it? That starts to become less and less to where the more you progress and the more you do it, it starts to be like, okay, I'm ready. Let me press it. Oh, press it again. Oh, press it again. And there's just more of this piece that comes with it because you're progressing towards confidence rather than trying to be perfect and getting it right away. Because as Amy Porterfield mentioned, and what I believe too, it's not going to come so easy and it just takes time. I just realized the three of us are all speaking at the same conference next month. So, so we'll talk about that. Oh, are moment. we really? I love it. Yeah, yes. Amy's going to be there too. We'll talk about that in a moment. But um, but yeah, the last thing I'll say on that is when I'm feeling like any kind of imposter syndrome, like maybe it's about like pushing send on an email or a post. Mm-hmm. I just think to myself, like, I'm not going to let that stop me from supporting my family. Right. right. This is how I make money. So when you just know what's on the line, that can give you more courage as well. But um, oh, yeah. Let's, Let's go deeper into what you're doing. So I'm looking at you right now. You have this amazing mic setup. You got cool stuff in the background. So I know you have a podcast called uh, Empowered Mission. So my question is, how did you come up with a name for the podcast and what's it about? Oh, that's such a good question. Yes. So I'll start with what it's about. Empowered Mission is about helping content creators, entrepreneurs, and business owners reach their faith, money, and mindset goals. So something that I always like to tell people when they ask, you know, why I do what I do or what exactly I help people with, the generalized phrase is I help people achieve internal and external success. I never just want to say, I'm going to help you make money. Well, I'm going to help you gain XYZ and achieve XYZ goals. Because a lot of what I believe in is in order to get all that external stuff, you have to work on your internal growth. You have to develop your mindset and step into this different kind of headspace, the 2.0 version of you that can take you there. Um, So the podcast talks a lot about internal growth and development. And it also talks about how to achieve external growth and development from marketing strategies to um, business tips to community building, things like that. And then, of course, a lot of internal development tips like dealing with your own self-critic and working through insecurities, building confidence, mindset practices, things like that. So I came up with the name Empowered Mission because I just (laughs) was at a point about a couple of years ago, I was like, all right, I need like an official brand name apart from my personal brand name of Angel Marie. So I just kept thinking of what are words that suit what I talk about? that stand for something powerful, stand for what I believe in, stand for what I want to help people with and in. So I just I just brain dumped a whole bunch of words. And then I would look at those words that I brain dumped 
and I would Google them because I wanted to see if there were other websites or domains that had already had that name. And it took so long because a lot of people already had the names that I wanted. I mean, it's 2023, right? So that's going to happen. But yeah, I just, I finally saw the words in my brain dump empowered and mission. And I put them together, saw that, you know, the Instagram username was available. The website name was available. um, And I was like, this is it. And the reason why it stuck is because it's not that just that it was available, it was the words. I'm all about empowering creative entrepreneurs. I want them to feel empowered. I want them to feel good as they pursue their God-given purpose. And then there's the mission part. This one is probably the most important because something I always preach is that to be successful, you have to go from being money-minded to being mission-minded. You have to go from being driven by money to being driven by your mission. And if you do that, profit will follow over time. Nowadays, people just want to feel seen, heard, and understood. People need help. And as leaders, it is up to us to offer those solutions to help people within our field of work and how we can help them progress. So, it's all about the mission. Yeah, no, I dig it. I dig the thought behind it, and even the research to make sure it's available, which is can be disappointing at times when you find out oh, you yeah. can't do it. But um, mm-hmm. a, f- a few things you said that really stood out to me. The first is like the mindset needed to be successful. And on my end, I always say, look, to find success, you need three things, the right actions, tools, and mindset. But yeah. what I found is people normally come to me for like the actions and the tools and when I start talking about mindset, they're like, oh, man, that's fluff. And I'm like, all right, well, this is what helps me. Right. Not knowing that when they're trying to learn these actions and tools, they're going to get confused. They're going to get stuck. You know yeah. how you push through? Mindset. That's why I said yep. in the first place. Right. So it's, yep. it's important. And then being mission driven. I love this, too, just because, you know, writing for Entrepreneur Magazine, people reach out to me all the time trying to get press. Mm. And I'm like, just solve a problem first. Solve right. a problem. Help someone. So instead of pursuing significance by being in the magazine, how about you do something significant? And as a result of that, we can share those stories perhaps, but you'll, at least you know you're helping people and not exactly. just trying to get like an, an article written or something like that. Exactly, oh, that's so true. And it, it just kind of goes to show where a person's heart's position is. Like something I always have to check my own self on as well as you know asking my students or my audience that ask me questions. I'm always challenging their heart's position, right? Like, well, you say you want to offer this solution. You say you want to solve this problem, but are you leading with that intention? Is your heart's position leading with that intention or is your heart's position just focused on the money that you'll get if people buy into your solutions, right? Like there's a difference, a very clear, strong difference there. And people can tell, right? People can see that. You you ain't getting away with nothing. People know when you're putting up a front and when you're just kind of chasing after the money and the status and the press and all that stuff versus, you know, the actual solution. That's the most important part. I've had that happen so many times where I'm interviewing someone and they're saying, hey, this person's an expert on whatever it is. But I can tell when they're talking sometimes, like they just discovered this stuff two years ago and like, you know what, I'm going to be that guy or whatever. And it's like, you got to learn it, live it, then teach it. As an entrepreneur, you're good at solving other people's problems. But what about the problems that arise within your own business? Maybe you're not getting enough leads or you're having trouble increasing your rates. Maybe you're stuck working around the clock and still not making enough money. 
These are all symptoms of a larger problem. And unfortunately, you can't fix problems you're unaware of. And that means no matter how hard or how smart you work, you'll never reach your full revenue potential. So let's fix that. I've created the Revenue Roadblock Checklist, a visual and tactical solution to help you identify and eliminate revenue roadblocks. So if you're feeling stuck or stagnant in your business, this is your chance to finally break through to the next level. Grab your free checklist by heading to terryrice.co backslash money. That's terryrice.co backslash money. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to ask you a very tough question. It's going to challenge your heart. It's going to make you make a very difficult decision. So get ready Mm -hmm. for it. I'm ready. Your podcast, Empowered Mm -hmm. Mission. I need you to select one episode that you think everyone should listen to and explain why. Oh, that question. You did say it was going to, you did say it was going to be tough. Oh my gosh. Um, Okay. I probably would pick, I would pick the one that's titled mental health for entrepreneurs. And it talks about why prioritizing your mental health more, more than you think will help you reach the success that you're looking for. And it's, I had to pick that one because there are podcast episodes where I talk about more of the external stuff, you know, like the marketing strategy, social media, community building, things like that. But given the fact that we are in 2023, given the fact that nowadays we are so driven by fear of the economy and the US dollar going down and um, politics and racial divides, wars, talks of wars, so many things that are happening that are causing fear, depression, low self-worth in a lot of people more so than I've ever seen. I just think it's so necessary for everyone, but specifically creative entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, business owners to focus on their mental health. Because if you are an entrepreneur, you are a leader in a multitude of ways. And when you lead people, that means that people look to you, not just for solutions based off of your field of work, but they look to you for your opinions and to help them through the time that we are in within this world, right? They're going to they're going to think about you and and wonder like I wonder if I wonder if Angel posted about the the race riot that just happened in Atlanta the other day, right? They're going to ask that because you're a leader and they know that you show up consistently. And it's up to us, that's just a um a beautiful burden I would put as a leader to show up and to do that. But it's like because it's that beautiful burden, you yourself probably struggle with a ton of mental health issues that you may not um, be facing right now. Um, so I think that it's just so important right now for everyone, but especially leaders that are showing up and, and helping a multitude of people to really focus in on their well-being and their mental health so that they can sustain not just the entrepreneur journey, but they can sustain the, the length of living a joyful life. Yeah. I think, um, it almost seems trite and maybe even callous to just keep on going with like your standard operating procedure. Okay, on Mondays I talk about this, Tuesdays I talk about this. You gotta grow your brand, you gotta do this so and so forth. Like when there are major things going on in the world mm-hmm. that you're ignoring and not realizing that it's, 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 it's impacting your audience. And I'm not saying you have to go like to every protest in your neighborhood or something, but right. if you are trying to build a personal brand, the things you talk about reflect your values, your morals and your ethics. And that's why I strongly believe that 
five years from now, character branding will be far more important than personal branding. Yes. Because personal branding can be easily manufactured and influenced, but your character shines through in your actions and your words that you do consistently. So that's why I lean more into character branding than personal branding. Oh, that is, I love that. That is so well said. And it's so true. Man, I love that. I'm, I'm going to be thinking about that phrase. <laughs> I really am. Yeah, yeah, take it, take it. So um, let's talk about when we're going to meet up uh, in Boise yeah. at this amazing uh, conference by ConvertKit. Do you mind sharing what you're going to talk about there? Oh, yes. So I'm going to be talking about what it looks like to launch this new version of your business, but also launch this new version of yourself. Um, so it's really a reflection of, of what my purpose is to my audience of focusing on that internal and external growth. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk a lot about, um, the steps in finding and discovering more about you and more about your calling and to really step into this new season and this new phase and to gain success there from, from a new entrepreneur standpoint. So I, I wouldn't say I'm a new entrepreneur because I've been I've been running a business and doing all the online things for a while, but I am a new full-time entrepreneur. Um, I'm about nine months in and I have a lot to share within that new journey um, for people at Craft & Commerce that are still working nine to fives and have a side hustle and are wanting to venture off into full-time entrepreneurship themselves. But I also have a lot to share to successful entrepreneurs in the room who are looking to maybe go from, you know, founder to CEO or who are looking to to step into the 2.0 version of themselves as well. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I have a lot to say. And um, of course, just bringing up how much ConvertKit has helped me within that journey. I'm, I'm really excited to share those details. I know it's going to be amazing. I hope I can get a good spot there. But um, let me let me ask you another question here. So Right now, people are listening to you like, oh, my God, Angel's are freaking amazing. You know, how can I work with her? So how can I work with you? <laughs> yeah. give, me some, give me some information there. Yeah, absolutely. There, there are so many different ways to work with me, um, whether it's one on one coaching. I also have a membership community that has multiple different uh, tiers and options for people, no matter the financial situation. Um, and there's a couple of mastermind groups that I'll be launching in the future. So a wide variety of options, all of which you can find on my website at itsangelmarie.com. Or you can go ahead and just shoot me a DM on Instagram at angelmarieofficial. I'm very good at responding to my DMs if you give me like at least 24, 48 hours. So if you have questions about coaching, if you have questions about business, or if you're just needing a simple word of encouragement, I'd be happy to, to help you out. So just shoot me a DM. Awesome. I'm going to ask you another difficult question. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's not going to be as hard as the last one, but you made a really good point about being more a relatively new entrepreneur. And I mm -hmm. think you're a great model for people to follow because there are plenty of entrepreneurs out there who are successful, but if they blew up in the 90s and have just been mm -hmm. benefiting it from since then, they can't tell you how to launch, you know, in, in 2023. Right. So on your end, you knowing new approaches and tactics and things that are more relevant makes you much more valuable to people. But the question I have for you is what is one lesson about entrepreneurship that you wish you learned sooner? My biggest thing is how much more being authentic triumphs over experience. I think I went into entrepreneurship no, not I think. I know I went into entrepreneurship overthinking everything. 
And when you overthink, you are borderline a perfectionist. And when you are a perfectionist, you tend to burn out much quicker because if things are not up to your perfect standards, then you start to, you, you're triggering your own self-critic, right? You're telling yourself you're not good enough. You're telling yourself this content is good enough, this, this, that, that. So all of these things just in relation to, um, in, in relation to feeling like when you overthink in entrepreneurship, you actually end up setting yourself up for failure. <laughs> and I think that it's important to plan. I think that it's important to have strategy. It's important to constantly be growing and studying and learning and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you just got to go. You just got to do. And you just got to be yourself throughout that process. And I know we hear that phrase a lot. Just be you, be you, be you. But the amount of people that are actually themselves without putting on some sort of front or facade or sounding overly salesy and markety, I feel like it's it's very small. I'm done overthinking it. I, I'm just going to step into my authentic self, what I want to say, how I want to say it, and helping my audience with just that. And one of the things that I've I stopped doing to help with that is batch creating. When I would go to post on social media or when I would go to create a podcast episode, I wouldn't plan as much. Like there are many times before I create a podcast episode, I don't even have a plan yet. I just sit there. I'm right in front of my mic. I sit there for about 10 minutes and I just think, what does my audience need today? What have I heard? What questions have I heard? What conversations have I had? Where are, where are their struggles lying in this particular week? And why is that? And how can I talk about it right here, right now? And that really helps me just be authentic because I didn't plan. I don't know what I'm going to say. And it helps me use my, my voice and be confident in using my own voice right then and there. Um, same thing goes for social media content. I, I stopped planning. I stopped batch creating. And I think that there's a time and place to plan, but there's also time and place to just be authentic and go with it and show up for your audience no matter what. Stop overthinking and just go. Well, imagine you didn't have a plan going into today's, into today's podcast episode, but thank you very much for everything you shared. I know it's empowering for me and everyone listening. So appreciate it. And once again, please remind us where we can learn more about you. Yes, absolutely. So you can learn more about me on my website at itsangelmarie.com. And you can also learn more about me on Instagram and TikTok at angelmarieofficial. Awesome. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, and that is our show for today. Lots of great takeaways here, but my hope is that you discovered how important it is to take care of your mental health. And I know you've heard this before, right? There's that saying, if it costs you your mental health, it's too expensive. That's true though, right? It sounds trite, but it's true. So one way to avoid burnout is just to check in on yourself on occasion, right? So when you're doing your work, how are you feeling? Do you feel drained? Do you feel anxious? If you answered yes to either one of those, take a break. And also, do you actually put breaks on your schedule, right? So every three hours or so, whatever time feels right, do you get up and go for a walk, drink some water, whatever it is? You want to make sure you do that so you could avoid burnout before it even comes. And I remember back on episode two, Near Isle said something that really stood out to me. He said, look, there's nothing wrong with even binge watching Netflix so long as you plan for it, right? So all those things you enjoy doing that might seem like, you know, they're just entertainment based or whatever. It's okay to do that. You're not a robot so long as you plan for it. Kind of like a robot. <laughs> so those are your marching orders. Check in on yourself on a regular basis and proactively schedule breaks. And if you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, I've been binge watching Working Moms and I highly recommend it. 
Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch up with you next time. Apply what you've learned on today's show. You'll find the show notes and more resources at terryrice.co backslash podcast. Again, that's terryrice.co backslash podcast. And the best way to support this podcast is by subscribing, telling a friend, and leaving a review. Also, you can get more tips by following me on Instagram at It's Terry Rice or follow me on LinkedIn. This episode was produced by Josh Wilcox of Brooklyn Podcasting Studio and edited by Dan Lardy. Special thanks to my wife, Dominique, for keeping our kids relatively quiet as I recorded. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.